G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, I know you will have been passionately following along issues around the Black Lives Matter concerns that have been confronting the world, and not because black people don't matter, but because of what appears to be driving the movement. And we often talk about a Marxist foundation that drives movements like Black Lives Matter. And what does that mean for Christians? Well, as there are developments just in this past week, five churches in the United States have been set on fire or have been under attack. Now, that was a part of what happened in the foundation of the Black Lives Matter movement when you might recall uh, the church in Washington that was very controversial was set on fire. More churches being set on fire in the U.S. Bill Muhlenberg's been following along closely the developments in the United States and back with us once again today. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, church is being set on fire, and we might say that could have been just because they looked like an easy target, but you've got a, an impression that there's deeper things here. Uh, what are your thoughts about churches being set on fire as a result of new developments uh, as there are rioting and uh, protests going on in the U.S.? Yes, well, there's, uh, you know, as is often the case, some of the authorities involved in the cases are, you know, saying we don't know the motivation. That's often the case. You know, you get some Muslim guy attacking somebody, lopping off their head, and they'll say, we don't know what the motivation is. So we're getting some of the same here. Um, You know, we're not fully sure uh, why these attacks took place and so on. Uh, In one of them, uh, not only did a guy drive his vehicle into the church and then set it alight, but that was when people were inside worshiping. So uh, in some of these cases, it was serious indeed. So we probably won't know for a bit uh, the full motivations in all five of these attacks and others like them. But certainly we know there is a connection. As you said, the uh, radicals who are now burning so many cities in America or trying to burn them to the ground, uh, that's part of their destructive agenda. The revolutionaries and the anarchists, the rioters, um, they're always uh, quite happy to destroy instead of to build up. In fact, I did another piece this week on the book of Proverbs, and uh, we read about how fools are those who like to tear down and destroy, whereas the wise will build up. So from a biblical vantage point, we can say we do have a lot of fools out there, uh, so very easy to destroy, to tear down, to burn down uh, in rage and anger, but uh, you know, are you going to replace it with anything better? And that's a lot bigger job anyway. So sadly, this is a part of the radical left. Uh, It always has been. And uh, I suppose uh, Christians can expect to see more of it in the days ahead. 
In fact, Bill, the article that I'm looking at right now is called Christianity in the Crosshairs. And you've been concerned that Christianity is more and more in the sights of those who are anarchists, those we often call them leftists, cultural Marxists, people who do want to pull down, and they might argue, pulling down capitalism, but along with that comes the pulling down of the church. But it's not just in Western nations that there are movements against the church. Uh, You also make some reference in this article this week to the Hagia Sophia, a very significant church in Turkey that has been uh, turned back into a mosque. Uh, What are your thoughts around what's happened in Turkey? Yeah, well, that's part of it as well, obviously. Uh, uh, On the one hand, we see a lot of the Marxists trying to destroy the West, and that's always included the churches. But uh, no surprise that Islam has had the same agenda when it comes to churches either destroying them altogether or converting them into mosques. So, yeah, this one of the most historic and, in fact, one of the most beautiful church structures that have has been around for centuries and centuries is uh, sadly now uh, once again Erdogan has decided we will fully uh, make this into a mosque and uh, so the small minority of Christians in Turkey are once again having the pressure applied uh, it's always one way traffic uh, we in the west are always happy to extend Every courtesy and kindness to our Muslims, we're happy to let our churches be converted to mosques, but it doesn't happen in uh, Muslim-majority countries. You will not see churches opening up, uh, but you'll see them being closed. So, yeah, we've got at least a two-pronged attack on the faith from Islam itself, but uh, also from the Marxists, and there we do have a, a good historical record of this happening quite a lot. And when we're talking about radical leftist anarchists attacking churches in the U.S. and uh, Muslims changing a church into a mosque, a very, very significant and famous church, and I think there's been some backwardsing and forwardsing over the centuries, uh, but uh, when we've got that happening, there's this assumption somehow from people on the left that they're actually friends with Muslims And it does seem to be, and without uh, trying to paint Christianity as some sort of victim here, I always move away from that idea of Christians being victims, but there is a focus that comes back onto the Christian church that's coming as attacks from a whole lot of different angles, Bill. And it does seem to be growing. Well, it's uh, to be expected. Uh, We know that... uh Anything that God is up to, the enemy is opposed to. So when Jesus tries to build his church, the enemy obviously tries to destroy it. So, yeah, you can get the strange bedfellows of Western leftists uh, with Muslims. Uh, They have a common hatred of the West, and they have a common hatred of Christianity. In fact, in that piece that we're discussing, I begin by saying You can really count on it. Those who hate the West of necessity hate the church because the West, uh, in very many respects, grew out of Christianity. Certainly the Judeo-Christian worldview gave birth to Western civilization. So if you're a hardcore leftist who wants to destroy the West, well, then obviously you're intent also on destroying the church. And so 
So, as I mentioned, historically, we see this happening. Think about the French Revolution. Think about the Russian Revolution and others like them. In all these cases, one of the first institutions to be targeted were the churches. They were either destroyed or turned into communist or secular uh, edifices. Um, uh, the radicals know that they cannot coexist with Christianity. It's competition to their whole world view. The revolutionaries want to exalt man, put him at the center of all things. Obviously, Christianity puts God at the center of all things. So the radicals can never countenance allowing the church to uh, freely function. Uh, so, yeah, no surprises to see them targeted, including uh, more and more physical attacks. Bill, do you think that as Christian believers, we can sometimes underestimate the value of the sorts of convictions that we hold and want to boldly be out there in public? We can underestimate that to the point of view where we recognize, as you say, when there's a revolution, the thing that has to be overthrown for a revolution to be successful is Christianity. And yet sometimes we're underestimating the power of what it is to be a Christian. Yeah, well, uh, church history, of course, always comes to good use in these situations. The church has certainly been under attack before. Uh, I already just mentioned the French and Russian revolutions, but from day one for 2,000 years, the church has been under attack. Christianity has been persecuted. Uh, the early Roman Empire thought it could do away with Christianity. Uh, one empire after another has tried to get rid of the faith. Uh, all those empires have come and gone, but the Christian faith remains. So, uh, you know, we want to take seriously these attacks on churches, including the physical attacks and the other types. Uh, but on the other hand, we know that Jesus did promise he would build his kingdom. He would build his church, and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. So as always, we need the balance of uh, believing and trusting God that he will prevail, his church will prevail, but on the other hand, not to be naive, there are plenty of forces and folks and beliefs and ideologies out there who are absolutely against Christianity and against Christians, and they're working overtime to see us, if not destroyed, at least eliminated or sidelined or silenced. So, uh, you know, we need to be as active in some of these battles as the other side, at least aware that we're in a war and we need to uh, stand up and take some of these threats seriously. Well, Bill, five churches just in this past week in the United States set on fire or under attack. And uh, while we might think that the Black Lives Matter movement somehow or other will fizzle out, uh, I'd have my doubts, given that there is a election that's coming up and uh, Black Lives Matter has set their sights on uh, dethroning Donald Trump from the presidency. I wonder whether you've got any thoughts here. In Australia, we haven't yet been exposed to this idea of burning churches, but uh, no doubt there's a call for some vigilance here because uh, Black Lives Matter is at work in Australia, uh, but perhaps not to the extent that we've seen in the US. What are your thoughts, uh, just briefly, for, for how we ought to be responding here in Australia? 
Well, there's no question we'll see the same things here. In fact, we we have already, to some extent, churches have been targeted, vandalized over the years, certainly during the marriage debate. In fact, I just finished doing a review of Lyle Shelton's new book, and uh, of course, remember his own ACL offices in Canberra were firebombed during the height of the marriage debate. So churches here are not immune, and I am sure that just as things are getting worse in America, uh, they'll probably get worse here as well. So once again, Christians need to be aware there is a real battle out here, and at the very least, we need to be engaging in a whole lot more prayer, uh, spiritual warfare and the like, uh, because uh, times probably will be getting worse, uh, perhaps before they get better. Well, it is a reminder, Christianity in the Crosshairs. That's the title of one of the articles written by Bill Muhlenberg this past week. And to read Bill's articles, let me point you to billmuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch, one word. Bill, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.